0: Mike Wallace and the Eggman. Coming at you for another edition of the Wide World of Motorsports podcast. Coming to you on CFMH one oh seven point three local FM in St. John, New Brunswick, on Saturdays at noon. On CKMS 102.7 Radio Waterloo in the region of Kitchener Waterloo in Ontario on Friday mornings throughout the month. And on the performance Motorsports Network app on your smart device throughout the week we're also streaming on various streaming platforms we're on some good ones I thought we were off of Apple Podcasts I had to get Wallace to confirm if we were on yeah.
1: <clears throat> we are I can confirm because I actually listened to our last episode the other day at work So,
0: so good news there that's good news. Um,
1: it's one, that's one. Yeah, timeless. Apple,
0: I guess. Apple. That's one. Okay. Google Podcasts, which I check. Apple Pod or uh, Spotify, which is where I would like to listen to, obviously, Rogan. And then I check out the WAMs to make sure we're on there still. So, so we're on there like like every week, basically. I can confirm that. So, we're on Spotify and anchor.fm as well, for sure. That's that's another good one. And there's some side ones I as love well. Anchor. Um, pocket cast, radio public, box. cast box, That's your new one, cast box. Yeah, we're so we're trying to stream where we can coming to you for episodes on demand from the past from the present, from the future of course gotta get gotta get those um, those uh, streaming services in because really actually that's where uh, a lot of our, our last season uh, really stood out on so also
1: mm-hmm.
0: on our social media page on Facebook at the WWMS as well and, and the Instagram we're yeah. War one up to the insta which uh, was okay <laughs> us coming into the future was that was just kind of a matter of time.
1: Yeah, and we've been a little quiet but uh, you know it's the off season it's hard but we're going through through stuff from the season pictures and videos and gonna be putting things out. Throughout the off season,
0: yeah, up until and it's fun to interact with our followers and and also you never know who's gonna come around on the page too and who we're gonna come across the social media and and chat with and and have on the show as well. Tw- Twitter, not Twitter. I'm trying to do some stuff on Twitter. We gotta get we gotta get some love for Twitter going. I'm trying to yeah chat with people on there and, and whatnot. And so it'd be cool to interact with people on our social media page and then kind of cook them up onto getting maybe some questions up on the show for for whatever or, you know, always having fan questions for when we have guests on the show. That, that stuff's really cool. I think that would so, be great. I yeah. think that would be a real um, – I would love that. Art. So if, if a listener would – would any, any question – Uh, Those fan questions are as classic because you like, it's like, what's your favorite food? Do you like, what do you like to eat before a race? It's like it's a fan question. It's out of our control. It's not like we're asking, (laughs) (laughs) what's what's that's a Wallace question now. Um, But yeah, we so we're on the the social media pages quite frequently. Wallace posting up some pictures of having some summer reminiscence on there as well for this weird winter we're having.
1: Yeah, it's looking, been pretty crappy where we where I am. Looking so I don't back, know it's like where from, you
0: are. Looks like your Wallace is looking. Yeah, it's the same. Looking back on some pictures and of some nicer times when you're at uh, that looked like it was at the IMSA race.
1: That was that was CTMP. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, IMSA this year. The flyover uh, of the snowbirds. Flyover. No, that is RCAF Harvard, I believe. Yeah, it's the That's Harvard
0: called. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's uh, they've been doing the flyover since I've been going there in 2013 for the sports car races So it's uh, a good
0: shot
1: yeah thank you uh, good flyover, good a, shot it's, it's
0: always cool to get that underneath of a plane part of
1: it. they're singing the national anthem you're standing there near the grid uh, this year I was kind of on the grid or just off the grid and um, you you hear the rumble you hear them coming and then you look off, and you can see them, and they get over the track, and then they pop their smoke, and they do this big pirouette back and forth all over the track, and then go. So it's fantastic. One of my favorite parts, actually.
0: Yeah, and I'm hoping hoping that I can uh, see the flyover and the IMSA weekend this year myself. Our, what was uh, the
1: flyover for CTM when you were there. Oh for, well, yeah, do you, do you but remember? in this,
0: yeah, of course. <laughs> Was yeah, it the same? I have is shots it of it too. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't. I, yeah. Hey, I didn't. But know. In the, I, I said
0: for the IMSA race, for the flyover, it would be
1: nice. No, no, to see. I didn't know if it was the same. No, 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 no. You're good. Same. No. The same planes or the it, same. This water. is just
0: as awkward as our website URL, the God, Wide World of Motorsports Podcast We gotta shorten that. Actually, we were... We we're getting some emails from WordPress. <laughs> That sounds so bad. We were getting some emails from WordPress um, that we don't use it. Enough. There's some deals. There's some deals out there to help us out, expand, and to be able to uh, do that. We use we some help uh, where we where we can, from our listeners, from sponsors. If you want, if you're a business or if you're in a in a company or if you're a race team or whatever, and you want to be on the show, if you're a race car driver, you want to. Get out there a little bit. Hit us up at our Gmail, Wide World of Motorsports podcast. Or sorry, Wide World of Motorsports at gmail.com. and through there you could just get a hold of us. And yeah, I'd love to help you out and help short help us shorten our damn URL because it's too long. And talking about it's too long. We could have just done a quick website your company, and we could have already been talking. about how this is episode one of season six yeah wow the beginning of a new season for the wide world War Swords. that's six seasons we've been going strong and always throwing it back always got to mention throwing it back to the beaches at daytona where it all began so gotta we're, we're still we're still going yeah
1: there's no six six seasons that's fantastic that's uh it was a good year last year and good season and we did 41 episodes and you know we're looking to do a few more and oh i can't just a few more already looking forward it's already looking good so far
0: well what we'll do for sure is we'll continue our driver highlight segment that we've been doing since like episode 20 something of season five
1: we're fantastic
0: we talk about our, um, we talk about a driver that drove the number that correlates with the number of the episode that it is. So we're going to start it all off at the top with episode one. And there's, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of tough ones in, in uh, goodies to pick. Cause there's a lot of people that, that seems like number one, and especially as we'll touch it back too as well with, those with, with racing numbers and in F1 actually number one and through 30 something or whatever at one point was common and then they
1: went away from that. So now it's same with Indy car. So same yep. with Indy car. Um,
0: so we get some easy ones in quote unquote. Well, it's, easy ones yeah. Coming it's out
1: interesting. Just a, just a few stats on that is the number one has won 12 championships Uh, most recently with Max Verstappen, of course. So the number... It's a good number, right? Yeah, so they can select. They can still go back and select now if they want to run the number one, and he chose to run that in 2022 instead of 33. So just adding to the legacy of number one in Formula One.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's, as you said, there's any car. I'm sure you know of probably some sports car teams that race number one. So there's, and and, and, and and within stock car racing as well. And this is a good number. We've, a lot of favorites of mine are in it. And I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. So what? who's going first? What do we got to pick here for for number one?
2: I'll go first. All right, the Eggman's up. So keeping with my personal goals to either surprise you two Or pick an obscure one that nobody knew about. Uh, I picked a man that drove the one car one time at Watkins Glen in 2005. Uh, A local guy for me, uh, Paul Menard, drove it for DEI in 2005. He started 42nd, he finished 27th, and that is... Wow. What race was that? The uh, the Watkins Glen race in
0: 2005.
1: Okay. Wow, I didn't know he drove... He drove at the, that the one. end of I, DEI, mean, I know he drove it? for I know he drove for Dei but I didn't know he drove the number one ah, interesting yeah just the once.
0: was that so <clears throat> DEI had a couple years left after that yeah and I'm sure there were nothing nothing against him but I'm sure they're going for what they could get for developing a road course car they they needed to go for a road course
2: well historically kind of he's better at road courses than he is on the ovals anyway so
1: even though his only win is at uh, the brickyard yeah it's weird no, but it's not a traditional oval so he kind of got that going for him
2: yeah so it's kind of weird. it's kind of weird that they put him in the car for that one race. Was but... Pennzoil
0: still their sponsor? Was it wasn't it still kind of black and yellow? But it was no,
2: it was no, red. It, like a... it was it was sure red right. with uh, black and yellow like scallops inside, like all the di, DI cars have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ritz Oreo sponsored. Oh, like like uh, I mean, Junior drove that car a little bit. Only it's the number eight, obviously. And I guess, I don't know what circumstances led to, uh...
1: Man, it looks like an ARCA car. It does, doesn't it? Like, I'm looking at it. Or an old nationwide car. Yep. But, I mean, I guess that's where they went, right? They would, they filter down, I guess. But, hey, wow. That's not a bad looking car, Right, actually. yeah, no, it's Ritz not. Ritz on the hood. Ritz on the hood. <clears throat> hey, yeah,
0: I, the hood. <laughs> I think we should recreate this for, uh... We'll get to our eye okay. I- racing stuff later. But I, I think, think we should so. recreate. In, I'll make it, it if nobody has yeah, it on trading paints going. already. Hit up hit up the Eggman on trading paints and get that scheme in the next few days. Nice. <laughs> so that's a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's always good to pick out a gem, and there's there's we could have there's there's he's I know he's done a few different numbers so. We, he's here uh, and there yeah. through there. One
1: but 1-15, I think he did 15. Yeah, he drove the 15, famous.
2: he drove the 11 also. Really? Yeah. Uh, he's done a couple other ones. He was, oh, I don't know, 38, I think, at one point, maybe. Wow. He drove the Wood Brothers cars last couple of years, so, <laughs> 2021.
0: 20, hey, and you know what, this is a good... Yeah, that's a, good, uh, that's a good pick, Eggman. What about
1: you, Wallace? Um, I went with a fellow DEI driver uh, who had two wins in the Cup Series, both in this car, uh, and that is Steve Park. Uh, I've been a fan of Steve Park for a long time, modified driver, uh, trying to keep in that theme going a little bit, too um steve was of course injured and and couldn't win i mean couldn't win stopped racing because he he got injured and he was out of his car i remember there's one point there where he he and kenny wallace um kenny subbed for him i believe that i can't remember at which track but um i think uh most people are the two main memories i think of of steve that people remember are uh, his big crash at Pocono. Yep. Uh, coming out of turn one and and hitting that guardrail and flipping all over, and then the one that's special to me is his win at uh, Rockingham the, yep, the week absolutely. after a Senior died. So and i sometimes feel i think we've talked about it on the podcast before and i've always felt that 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 win in that moment was very overshadowed especially once junior won at daytona that year which is a really big deal as well but i think for that organization to go to the race the next weekend and win uh, is fantastic and that's with steve behind the wheel absolutely he he's won in all three series, um, great modified driver. Uh, he, I think he's done 183 races or something like that. So, yeah, Penzoil number one, Steve Park. That's a good pick. It's a good pick. Yeah, um, a, lot, a lot of people forget
2: about the start of that season is
0: I want to die. D. Di to that car.
2: D. I. despite Dale Senior dying won the first two races of that season
1: yeah i know like that's that's crazy that's how strong i mean you could you could say that that's how strong they could have been if senior didn't didn't die like how where would that team be right now yeah i
2: I think the leadership vacuum after that is definitely what ended up causing dei's demise and that's truly sad that it ended that way but it is what it is
1: yeah yeah Jordan?
0: I, I think that's the one I always think of. Is the number one for sure? Usually, yeah.
1: Just it's of, it's because of the age range too. we're in, when we think of the number not one, too. we
2: think of Steve Park.
1: Yeah, that. Yeah, I can't. I can't not think of Steve Park. There's no other driver that that slots into that number for me. I always thought
0: people thought that livery was ugly. I don't know, and I, I'm a livery guy just i'm sure you i know you both are too oh so we're, god we're I'm, a, same, I'm a big we're all yeah. the same page with mm. so livery for me it comes into play and i always thought of that especially in the games around that time that was a i liked driving that car and it was obviously always if, if it started out by numbers that was always one of the first ones there so and and yeah. people think that yellow is ugly in a livery but that is such a slick and as we know uh we like to incorporate yellow into our liveries so yeah, that's just a sl- yellow and black. That's just a slick. And Pennzoil, yeah. it's just you think I you just you, it, it's Penzoil. <laughs> nothing yeah. against Penzoil. they're great. It's just I'm just like, it's Penzoil. <laughs> you know, and nothing yeah. crazy of a sponsor. I mean, nothing I crazy. I,
2: I'm very open about this. I don't like Joey Logano, mm. but his mm. car still looks good.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Oh yes, because he ran the I throwback do. a couple years like ago. That, that, he ran the throwback. Then, yeah. uh, one of the throwback races in the last couple of years, and they still don't. Nice. They still don't like
2: the color scheme, but I, it's. I think it's a sharp-looking car and always has been.
0: Absolutely, and I for me though, um, going for another number one car going back, and just the red Hawaiian Tropic the the number one Donny Allison, that one the the Oldsmobile late seventies that one is the iconic number one for me in my head and for sure he's still around part of the Alabama gang brother of Bobby Allison uncle of Davy Allison and Clifford Allison and Motorsports International Hall of
1: Famer share the same birthday as him.
0: September 7th. Not
1: year. Not year. Of uh, yeah,
0: you might as well be 83. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, but, but yeah, so back when it was the Granite National Series, he obviously wanted to drive to, with his brother and managed to get 10 wins in the NASCAR Cup Series. First one was at the 1968 Carolina 500 at Rockingham Speedway. And the final one was that 1978 Dixie 500 at Atlanta Motor Speedway. 1981, he would suffer serious injuries at the Coca Cola 600, which would ultimately end his career in NASCAR for the most part. Allison would only race 14 more Winston Cut races, some of those times failing to qualify, from 1982 to 1988. And he also won the 1967. NASCAR Grand National Rookie of the Year. And for some of the stats of when he drove the number one in the Winston Cup Series between 1977 and 1980. We're looking at a chart here. You guys see it too. It's sporadic. (laughs) It looks sporadic. There's some races where he didn't race. He went at Talladega. It looked like he was good at uh, the the big tracks. He was good at Dover. Back
1: back in the day, right? You didn't race all the races. Look at the Wood Brothers. Yeah.
0: But he was good at Michigan. He he was getting these top tens. He was was really good
1: at Dover through the years. Dover, Darlington. Third at uh, Ontario
0: Speedway. Which, not to be mistaken with Ontario, Canada, but Ontario, California.
1: Nobody would have mistaken that. Nobody. I used to. Don't diss me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the God Los Angeles Times five hundred. F- so he was good uh, throughout the season. Different kinds
1: of tracks, big or small, mostly big, but. I keep yeah. trying to scroll your shared screen. It's annoying. The number
0: one. <laughs> the number one Ellington Racing. They ran Chevy and Olds. They went back to they they switched apparently by the looks of it. They oh, alternated. manufacturer
2: changes were common as dirt back then.
1: hmm
0: They but it looks like they purposely alternated they it looks like they purposely ran different like that, yeah. So that's cool. It's
2: just watching you can get your hands on, man.
1: And it was gr- yeah. And to see some of these guys change uh, manufacturers in the middle of the season too is funny. And oh yeah,
0: yeah, and, yeah, um, I'm sure it, yeah. Now they're going back to some other feats, and I've always seen something that's common. I always see something wow. snowball, snowball. Again, we're on that trade of one of the drivers we usually play has some sort of, and that makes sense. If you think about it, it's not like a big, like, oh, Wams has uncovered this. No, but it <sighs> makes, but it's interesting to point out that these, even looking back then, how important that those races were. When it was just derby. so small, when we didn't, when it was we, it was a regional thing. Now that it's more grown, and now that it we still see it to this day, to how important it is to run stuff like a snowball derby or a chili bowl. And
1: he was, um, and he was nineteen seventy Indianapolis five hundred rookie of the year. That's pretty good. That's I would take International
0: outfit. Motorsports Hall of Fame, but I'm sure I don't see NASCAR Hall of Fame on here, but. I'm sure he will be in there. (laughs) So there's no, I don't think there's any doubt in that. I'm pretty confident, but the, another liver we should remake there. Some of these ones that we do, that'd be a fun corresponding thing that we can do is some of these, uh, when we go over these numbers, maybe we, one of the ones that we really want to do, we can remake an iRacing. I like that 88 at the top corner
1: of your screen there. Fake news. And yeah,
0: so that's our, those are our drivers for today, for this episode. And speaking of numbers, one number that's the FIA has decided to retire, the number 43 for Ken Block.
1: Yes, sir. Wow. Yep, in the World Rally Championship. Huge. He ran. And obviously he ran. rest in peace to Ken Block. We haven't had a moment to. Ran
0: that to throw it to Ken but like the wide the wide world of motorsports and Motorsports podcasts, we haven't even said anything about Ken Block. Um but hey, he's uh, I never came across his racing. I I was never really familiar with Jim Connor kind of stuff, but he did everything though. He did more than just that. He ran uh in all sorts of different kind of motorsports.
1: Well, he ran, he ran in world endurance championship. I think he did that for one year. Uh, and then he ran in, in North America, I think was his, his main series. And I believe he was champion a few times there. And then of course he's most famous for uh, all his Gymkhana, his Gymkhana videos and his, his hooning around and all of, the cars that they create, which some of those things are pretty, pretty crazy. So, yeah, he, I'm, you know, Eggman referred to Steve Park in that car just being of an age or an era type thing for us, and and Ken Block kind of is that for me as well. Not, although not a massive fan of his racing, uh, you know, I appreciate his driving skills and and I re- I remember him in the X Games. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I remember hearing that.
0: Too. And no. He did other sports too: skateboarding, snowboarding, motocross co-founder, one of the co-founders of DC shoes. Yeah. Um, yep. and yeah, and he was still rocking it and, you know, I know, and, and, and as, as Keep
1: connection with Ford too.
0: Yeah, that too. And monster. And, and with also, you know, in, and, and recently too, um, in sports, we've seen it with, uh, with, with what happened uh, to the Bills there in the NFL. We, we've seen it just recently in the Chili Bowl. And it's this sports of any sort. Ain't Some of these aren't supposed to be... Yeah, some of these aren't supposed to be the safest stuff. So that, that he, he that's what he did. He enjoyed doing it. And he went out doing what he enjoyed doing. So... You know, props to Ken Block. You know what I mean? He rocked, he did what he did and he he rocked it, right? So, uh, oh, yeah. Inspirational, inspirational stuff. Uh, yeah. Had, yeah, had to, cannot forget to mention that. And also, uh, coming up next week, our iRacing Rolex driver and lineup announcement. We are, I think we're all fully committed. We got a, a good team of drivers going up for ah. 24 hours. Ah. I don't Daytona know
1: and iRacing. racing. No, come on, Thomas. Don't be like that.
0: <laughs> we got it. We and we're gonna have it on our YouTube page, YouTube.com forward slash the WWOMS, and I cannot wait to stream that to people to be able to check out uh, us take an attempt twenty four hours on the high banks at Daytona. All right, let's get into Formula E. Uh. I don't know what's going on. You guys got to explain it to me like a five-year-old here. Uh, Andretti's link with GM and moving into F1, did I... I was under a rock? What's going on here, boys? Kind of. What's going on? Fill fill me in here.
2: Well, and Wallace will back me up here. Uh, Andretti Global has been trying for, I would say, probably the last 12, 18 months to put together a foray into the Formula One battleground. Uh, He has been kind of swept under the rug by the FIA largely until just recently he dropped a, uh, dropped a bomb that a collaboration with General Motors, specifically Cadillac, uh, is, I don't know if it's in the works or a done deal uh, but that is kind of the big manufacturer that the FIA was looking for. Uh, so, I mean, they've had a lot of trouble with, mm-hmm. with the, uh, the whole process. And I think this is the, uh, they're trying to put together a quote unquote, uh, all American formula one team, uh, which is kind of a first for modern formula one, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there I don't an attempt. But there, there it was never, an off. Yeah, there was an attempt. Um, I I don't know that anything is set in stone, but I know the FIA was looking for a uh, manufacturer, so to speak, to come an automotive manufacturer, so to speak, to come into the sport, and now that they have that partnership with Cadillac, I feel like it's pretty Obvious, wow! What the? Because the other options are not as high powered as this one is.
0: So what would they run?
2: Well, that's all in the works still. See, um, they've got the they've got the, the team, I guess. Foundation, uh, it's Andretti Cadillac, I believe is what it, is what it's slated to be called. Uh, they Cadillac F one, yes, Cadillac and F one. Um,
1: General they, Motors and F one. Well, Gen- G-
2: General Motors is branded as Cadillac, correct? Okay, uh, so that's even more. Yeah, that's even bigger. So they don't have, as far as I've read, have an engine supplier sorted out. Uh, there's talks of maybe Renault supplying their engines, uh, possibly Honda. There is even there's
1: even too with Honda.
2: I did read that there's even talks of General Motors manufacturing their own, which would further solidify well, think, the the all-American thing they're going for there.
1: Well, I think, yes, I th- 100%, right? They're going to want to be, at some point, all-American, right? We have Haas, which is an American F1 it's a team. It's an American F1 team, yeah. Quasi-American, because they're based in Europe, like every team is based in Europe. Um. The I you know the inevitable part will be that <clears throat> General Motors will will develop an engine for Formula One. Now hear me out a little bit on a little quick sidebar where I think this is all going to line up. Go for it. Cad- Cadillac is releasing their. They have their new car for IMSA LMTH. Ford. A long time ago, before the Ford GT, <clears throat> when they ran Daytona Prototypes, they ran a Ford EcoBoost. Nobody knew at the time, but they ran for like two years this engine, which was the test mule guinea pig for the Ford GT race car. And they, sa- they, they not that it was a big series for them, but they sacrificed time an an area or utilize time in an area secretly to develop, and I there, there does seem to be the possibility that GM. I'm curious if Cadillac will go that way in IMSA and use that area for testing with their engines. Um, but it's it's definitely possible. I don't I it's it what but what's really interesting is that. Andretti's links To Honda, right? Because Andretti And Wayne Taylor Racing Who are in IMSA are with Acura And hearing that Rumor of getting Honda Engines, so maybe Maybe there's some dealing, I mean even look At Jimmy and His endeavors You know, he was at Ganassi Honda, he's now at a Chevy team, it's all Getting bigger, I, I just I don't know
2: yeah, I mean, especially with Honda's ties to the IndyCar series, I feel like there are, even if they don't have a, a partnership now, I don't recall whose engines Andretti Autosport uses.
1: but Honda? Okay, oh, so... They... No, 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 sorry. I was looking that up. I, I'm pretty sure they are Hondas, though. Okay.
2: Um... So, his sorry. already standing ties with Honda would make it Pretty much a slam dunk to run Honda engines in Formula One, I would think. Uh, yeah. But definitely not—they're not, not going to come out of the gate with a GM-produced engine. There's no way. But once down the, a few years down the line, I can absolutely see them switching over to full GM power plants. Yeah, they run Hondas in IndyCar. So yeah, that—that's—he's already got ins at Honda that way. So I mean,
1: that's really interesting. So a General Motors car is gonna so this this just goes back to to the idea that or the, the hoping of of the FIA or Formula One to put in that that cost cap is that it's gonna pull in a big manufacturer or big commitments from from companies and it I mean it's doing its thing I mean it kind of just shows you that there's money to be made too oh yeah it's absolutely working.
2: Uh, Earlier last year with uh, Porsche Audi talks uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's just just Audi now is talking about coming in in 2026 with the next round of rule changes which is when uh, Andretti Cadillac would be slated to come in as well. Uh, I don't know if they're going to just expand the field or if there's going to be some team buyouts. Uh, I know both Williams and uh, for Romeo are kind of at the point where they could definitely be sold and rebranded, and it would be what they're looking for. I feel like Andretti's going to come in on their own and just well, be, I, I, be I mean, like
1: eleventh team. But I'm pretty sure. So there's what 20 cars on the grid right now. Yeah. Um. I think the the grid is up to 24. So it I is max maybe, 24. Yeah. So there's two. There's two open spots on the grid. But that comes at a cost. I mean, you could go buy a team. I don't know how much a team would cost, but there's an entry fee of of $200 million, which gets divvied up between the 10 teams that are in Formula 1 right now. So Mm -hmm. them coming in is a big, and all the teams have to agree. So that's been part of his issue. Andretti's issue uh, apparently getting into Formula 1 is that the teams haven't, mainly Red Bull Christian Horner have not been in an agreement to letting him in well because him him in. because I think
2: Christian Horner and the they see a new teams as a threat like right now Red Bull's kind of got formula 1 by by the uh, uh nape of their neck and uh yeah. if a new team comes in that's an unknown variable that they may not be prepared for and another part yeah. of it is, and you guys can feel free to call me an American on his soapbox, <laughs> but Europe is not overly fond of us. No, <laughs> uh, no it's one hundred percent. I mean, there was enough uh, argument when Haas came in, even though it's they have a facility in the in north carolina but it's run out of a factory in england mm-hmm. uh with uh you know uh,
1: i t- believe it's Gu- the old Guther- toyota factory
2: it is uh with yeah. you know Guther steiner and k mag and it was mick and but the andretti's talking about <laughs> coming in <laughs> <You can> bear. <laughs> uh the to- Andretti talking about coming in with an American team factory in in America. They're building the facility right now, is what I've heard. Well, um, and,
1: oh yeah, yes, the uh, Andretti Global headquarters, and yeah. and Michael has Michael has unfinished business in in Formula One because when he was in IndyCar or Champ Car, IndyCar, well, I can't remember. Um, when he was winning, he he went to McLaren. And he got chewed up and spit out. I think he only did like three or three to six races or something like that mm-hmm. and they and he got fired because he they didn't give him a chance is right really right and, um, uh, then they're
2: talking about going in as an American team factory in America. you're gonna have to have a satellite base in Europe somewhere it's just the only way the logistics work mm-hmm but uh talking about american team american drivers american sponsors and they've already got a good candidate for a driver who's who was already trying to get into formula one this year mm-hmm. um colton Herta, who will yeah. uh, who will have all of his super license points by the time this comes to fruition so we'll see what happens but that's
1: and and of course you hear the rumors of you know, you know Roman Grosjean is eyeing that seat, right? Oh, you for have, sure. You have other drivers that have connections to through Honda, or, or, like I've even heard Alexander Rossi make comment that he he sees connections like that as a possible way to get back into Formula One. So, yeah, um, that's yeah, that's re- this is a re- huge. I think this is really big news. Well, I, this I is think- a
2: massive development.
1: I think it's yeah, cool. Yeah, and uh, hopefully it works. I mean, I don't... It's hard to get into Formula 1. I mean, look at Haas. They almost... He almost just walked away. He, I, I, Gene was pretty close to just dumping and running. He was
2: team. almost... He almost pulled the plug.
1: So... And, and you know, there was a big... there Back in the day, there was a big influx. There was a big rule change. And with big rule changes comes influx into the into the series. And there was... a. a Three new teams that came into Formula One. Mm-hmm. One of them didn't even make it to the grid, and that was US F one. US yeah, US F one, the team that never happened, based out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um and then you had ART and Virgin. Yep. And ART turned into Mauritia and and the other one turned into Caterham, turned into, it it just, they just changed names all through. But, so this is, that was, and that was almost, that was like 2010, so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: 12 years ago. That's pretty big news for teams coming in. Oh, yeah. I wonder where they'll get their chassis from.
2: It's probably a good question. Uh, I don't know.
1: Actually, now that I think of it, as I say that, probably it'll be a Delara design chassis because probably does their Cadillac in LMDH.
2: Yeah, and Delara, I'm sure, wants to get involved in Formula One like they used to be as well.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm excited to see it uh, come in from someone who's from North America, seeing a, a manufacturer- that does have plants, even just uh, in the province, even in Ontario, where and obviously in America too. But it's cool to see that representation on the world scale. That's actually uh, it's a it's a pretty big deal. It's
2: a huge deal, and I hope it works out for him. But I mean, the, in the, time, the car will look out. like
0: a Cadillac, but. No, but. right, but still, it's cool to think that we're going to be there competing with Ferrari. We're going to be there
1: competing with and all this, these and,
0: big teams, uh, you know, Aston Martin, and
1: and this won't be the first time Chevrolet's been into to Formula One. They've competed there as an engine before, so uh, it's not that they're not they're not going back to somewhere they have never been before. Very different circumstances, I'm sh- obviously, but um, yeah, you know, Formula One spit, spits, uh, chooses, spits out the Americans, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, it it really does. Nobody
1: well, else. I really, honestly, I don't think Formula One deals with any other nationality the way they do with with the Americans, uh, driver wise.
2: No, uh, they've until recently they've been open to pretty much everybody but americans now they're kind of tentative about russian drivers but that's more political than the fia that's
1: that's world stuff so and they're owned by an american so they (laughs) kind of like the americans
0: speaking of the the american legacy
1: (laughs) big literally
2: literally that was a good segue i like it big
0: news coming out you nailed it the Nailed male sports it. world in early of course i am i've been doing this for six seasons Now <laughs> <laughs> we we're seeing big news in well we were basically middle of january actually i guess you could say january 2023 news coming out uh jj jimmy jam jimmy johnson old seven time and richard a petty motorsports gms racing which needed to be changed. <laughs> yeah, Petty GMS was not <laughs> working for me. It needed to be changed. Uh-huh. And I I am going to say this, this is really I think it's cool. I haven't seen many haters on the internet about this one. Legacy Motorsports the new the new name. They uh and it kind of makes sense with G, with the two seven-time champs owning a team together and having a good couple of drivers too so or seeing and also we've seen in the past years that they've invested into drivers when you look at what RPM has put out the last few, or the drivers that they let drive for them they end up getting awesome uh, you know uh, awesome more awesome opportunities higher opportunities so we 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 see that with with that I mean I think that makes sense the name legacy motorsports and I also think oh, that yeah. the logo looks good and I was looking at, and there's two, there's two examples I can use. One is there's some jewelry, jewelry places that will have just a simple, like a gold and black kind of, and also I've noticed there's this, it's like Ralph Lauren, I don't know where it's like one of these clothing brands that ages me a bit. These, <laughs> these clothing brands that, that these, like, they, they kind of just have these suave kind of simple, it's just gold letters. It's like an Adidas or something like that and that's it right Yeah So I think I see that too in it it's a good it's a good t-shirt it's a good logo it's good to wear and it's generalized you could just wear a t-shirt that says Legacy Motorsports Club and oh I here I am going out to Dunkin Donuts or Tim's and here I am going out in my car my Dodge Charger with my Legacy Motorsports Club shirt with my legacy motorsports club stickers, and that's the one thing I thought it was like these guys can just sell it out of that they're a motorsports team in NASCAR, and you never know what you might end up seeing coming out of it. I think it's a cool, I think it's kind of it. It's a it's, new flavor.
1: I, I think the it's the very I can say. Um, very John. I I was telling you when I saw Jimmy's car or that logo, that black and gold, very John Player special. If uh, to keep that into theme going mm-hmm. oh on. absolutely Class, that's exactly. a good word for that is classic for right classic so
0: and that adds into that as well in the 84 it's it's flipped around
2: I would just like to say pat myself on the back here I called he was going to be in the 84 four weeks ago
0: did you really did you
2: and on, I, thought I, said, I thought I
0: said we were going to pull up a sound clip wow. of that I might have to quickly find that and plug that in
2: right here um but yeah, so not to brag, but I kind of, I kind of call. <laughs> but yeah, I, so
0: eighty I've number eighty four flipped dropped. over. Obviously, he's forty eight, and he's got eighty three wins, and he's running for his eighty fourth win. So that kind of makes sense in that sense as well. So we're we're that's cool. He announced he's going for the Daytona five hundred, which I'm sure he'll get in. I'm sure he'll qualify to get in.
2: Well, absolutely.
0: I'm not worried about finance on the, on this team. I'm not worried about uh, investment or No. well, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know.
1: If he's know. Backed, no. uh, backed by Carvana who's looking at uh, pull
0: that pull that uh, up, Jamie. I, we got to remember believe, we were going to look that I up before.
1: He is only
2: backed by Carvana for the 500, not the rest.
0: That makes okay. sense because that's I believe so they're what?
2: only going to be on the car for the 500.
0: So in Michigan, oh, yeah. they lost their dealer license today. Um, here, like, yeah. So what? What's the news? Why? Why are they going out of business? Uh, they're Real just quick. apparently
1: what's... they owe a lot of money. Their 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 lenders are calling for their money, but all the money's tied up in like. 80 So this is like a dirt sheets.
0: I think that's a dirt sheets, folks. Dirt sheets. Well, that's yeah, a that's it, one of those ear to the street. Sheet. We can't confirm, but it's possible. Um, because there are shares apparently dropping in it. So, and that's Forbes. That's from Forbes. So that could be in just either the street. Google Google. Carvana that's Forbes. Bankrupt. Forbes stock Carvana drops a hundred percent in twenty twenty two. Fake news. That's <laughs> Forbes. How's <laughs> Forbes? What? Figure- anyway, so. Uh, well, I'm just
1: kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, but yeah, so Jimmy Jam stepping it up a bit. I think I think they're going to be fine financially. Jimmy Jam doesn't need Carvana; he's got well, money yeah. to put into to it. So, and also with them testing with Garage Fifty Six. And oh, is he still doing the he Is so he's active outside of NASCAR. Still, he's
1: still a race car driver. He's doing race car driver things. So. Well, he wants to. I, he wants to be looked at to do the um, to do Le Mans Garage 56 I mean I think he's perfect for like he is perfect for that role, him, Jeff uh, they'll get a couple young guns in there, I think they'll get a couple prototype Cadillac drivers uh, from Ganassi uh, in those cars I just think that would be a real smart choice and for, we have some really top-notch guys, and to for people, help them out
0: and for people out there not familiar with the Garage '56 project, that's this year that they're putting together a, a modified Cup car that Hendrick Motorsports is doing, collaborating with guys like Chad Knaus and yeah, all those drivers you mentioned there, and there's there's the they're testing, in various conditions that we've seen on social media recently. So yeah, a lot of lot of stuff playing in part of that. I'm sure someone know. Like, cuz a lot of people were thinking Chevy drivers Hendrick drivers for that ride what about as we just found out and and we kind of saw it coming last season and it was one of the worst best kept secrets forever Kevin Harvick calling it after
2: Yeah I mean I feel like we all knew it was going to happen sooner or later and honestly it's mm-hmm. taken longer than I would have thought it would have
0: Yeah I he gave he it some loves time it. He stretched it out. He said by 500, like... he'd know. That's what he said last year. He said by the
1: 500, you'll know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I he has been, you know, I saw somebody put up a poll. Does Kevin Harvick deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Yes, no. And it was like 93% yes. And some people who obviously just don't like him saying no. I mean, he's an obvious, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. First he's, ballot. Yeah, the guy's just, uh, he's an All-American. He's just, uh, you know, he's going to be missed. I'm glad that they aren't, um, you know, sidestepping this announcement. I'm glad that they made it a big announcement. I'm glad Smoke's behind it because, you know, Smoke even said he wants it to be a memorable year, and that's awesome. That's awesome because I've seen – I've seen driver Elio Castroneves is the biggest one I remember in IndyCar. His last year, nobody knew, nobody, no tracks did nothing for him, and and he's a four-time Indy 500 champion. That breaks my heart. So I'm glad that they're gonna do good for Kevin Harvick.
0: Okay, you know, from someone who's my born in '93, so I'm just about 30. So when I when he started out. I was just around the age of ten. A lot of people around that age, when Kevin Harvick was starting, a lot of us kind of grew up. You know, it's tough because when we were young, he was he was young too. But um, and now, after all these years, he's an old man now. And then now it's like, whoa! Now I look at it. Now, gener people, the fans from my generation look at it. I go, yeah, whoa, I, I, wow, I agree. Wow, wow, it's been twenty years. It's like, <laughs> at least twenty. Like, so it, it's a big and it's going to be a nice it's you're going to see a, a lot of especially cuz of the Dale connection and Kevin Harvick making it's his own name. You know what? There's it, you'll see a lot of it, throwback
1: this season. We've had a lot of um, connections tonight through different parts of our conversations related to different types of racing. We've had a good Andretti connection tonight. And we've actually had a good Earnhardt senior connection tonight with um with that and 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 the steve park stuff so it's cool how we're kind of
0: and it's that time of season again you know I you know. got we got all the talk of uh we're getting this we're getting more and more stuff coming out and especially it's already the week in the chili bowl we'll get that in the next episode of the wams but it is that time of the episode again Wally's world Wally's world here we huh. go what, what do you got
1: wally uh, this week is, or yeah, this past week has been the Dakar Rally, the formerly known Perry to Dakar Rally, which doesn't exist anymore uh, in, that, in, that, in that term. It was canceled in 2008 when there were security threats. In, the Maurita- in Mauritania, I think it says. They <laughs> so used to be Paris to Dakar. So Thanks. then they, they've moved it. Yeah, it, they were serious <laughs> threats. Like they're going to bomb, bombs yeah, on stages. And, and so they got the heck out of there and now they run, they ran um, South America and now they do, do Saudi Arabia and that's where they are right now. And, you know, we don't talk about this kind of stuff. This is rally raids. So this is, you know, they're covering uh, about eight, 900 kilometers five to 560 miles a day just and and they don't they don't really know where they're going they just have notes uh you know i've seen i saw them motorcycle riders loading them up like a scroll he just rolls it up into it so it's not even digital so uh and they have motorcycles they have quads utvs um i don't know what these off-road prototypes would be and then they have these massive trucks which are super cool and they just race across the desert and it's all based on time uh, it, it's a, a premier event you know Carlos Sainz some big names have have won this The Carlos Sainz the senior uh, you know multi world rally champion world rally championship champion uh, you know he's won this twice uh, Jackie Ix Formula One champion, uh, formerly Mr. Le Mans for his seven Le Mans victories, or five, sorry. Um, he's won at Ari won it. So some really, a big thing. And back in the day, you would have seen a lot of, uh, a few people come out of their normal profession and, and compete in this. So uh, I always... just remember, it was always kind of like Le Mans for me, I'd know it's on I'd try to follow it as best as I could Uh, it was the trucks that always got me fascinated because these things are big, I actually posted a a, to our story on Facebook uh, of them getting all shook around in the truck, go check it out because I don't know how those guys didn't have to pull over because I, I, my brains would have been scrambled eggs so (laughs) You can go check it out on, it's a, yeah, well, that's true. You can go try, um, you can go check it out on YouTube. There's a bunch of it on YouTube and, uh, I forget what it's under, what the, the heading is or the title is for it, but you just type Dakar 2020 in or twenty twenty three in sorry, and you'll you'll see lots of highlights of the stages and see what's going on. we on Reddit. There's wild. some Reddit
0: access too. Is there? Ooh. Yeah, it's go on I Reddit should've... and
1: look at it. Yeah, that's all I got. That's cool. all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, check it out. You'd like it if you're a racing fan. You'll find it interesting. The highlights are nice because you don't got to sit there and watch. An hour of something you don't understand, you get to. They're good at explaining. It, it's a good highlight reel. It does exactly what it's supposed to. It's supposed to do. It's pretty entertaining. You know, something. It's pretty interesting to hear some of the stories, um, and read some of the articles about things that happened, uh, deaths, on the on the uh, on the stages. You know, there was one particular i was reading he the the rider he was a motorcycle rider went missing for three days and then they found him and he he had died but they he was off stage and they couldn't recover the body in time so it's it's a pretty grueling nasty real race uh carlos signs the senior just today yesterday had a a spectacular crash in his Audi and um, was complaining of chest pains and, and they flew him out of there and halfway in the helicopter, he told them to, nope, turn around and bring him back and they brought him back to his car and he got it fixed and he didn't finish, he didn't make it to the end of the special stage, but, you know, that's the heart of a racer and that's what the Dakar means. Dakar.
0: And real quick, before we wrap it up here, Junior and Justin Marks. I'm going to add on to your Wally's World. Can't forget to mention that. Can't it. wait to we see to what's going to come it. out of the Cars Tour. And, uh, Kevin obviously we'll, involved as well. Yeah, we'll be covering yes, that. Jeff, uh,
2: Jeff, Jeff Burton and Kevin Harvick involved. Legends,
0: NASCAR Legends. We'll be covering that on the show in the weeks to come. Make sure you listen to us on demand on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the good ones and the sad ones. Wide World of Motorsports Podcast. Check out our social medias at the WWOMS, our website, www.thewideworldofmotorsportspodcast.wordpress.com. Hear us every Saturday at noon on CFMH 107.3, local FM in St. John, New Brunswick, and on Friday mornings throughout the month on CKMS 102.7, Radio Waterloo, in Kitchener, Waterloo, Ontario, as well as the Performance Motorsports Network app, Your smart device throughout the week. This is about wrapping up for this episode, fellas. uh, I am James Jordan, Mike Walls, and the Eggman. We'll see
2: y'all around the bend. Adios. Bye bye.